Greetings, nerds. This is Cena Nerd. I'm your host, Sarah Belmont, and with me, as always, is our Mr. Producer, Will Polk. How are you doing tonight, Will? I am doing well. Good evening, Sarah. Hi. Hi. Yeah, hi. I, I know. I don't We've know been... why. I was just like, why are you saying good evening to me? I say good evening to you, sir. <laughs> Maybe because we have had, like, a show within a show <laughs> before we oh, even got started. Goodness. Before we even got started here tonight. <laughs> well, I I was just very taken aback when you claim that you have full faith that Steven Spielberg will be directing a DC franchise film. Yeah, yeah, I know, and you and you quickly pulled me off the ledge with a reminder, a good reminder about the Batgirl film, and and also how we um, have the same thing happen in the Star Wars universe a lot of times that. Yes, they'll have a director son, but somewhere along the way, they'll get replaced. That's <laughs> <laughs> really hard. Like, you don't even allow them to leave the project. You're just like, no, we will replace you. Yeah. You signed a contract. Yeah. <laughs> guarantees you replaceable. Yes. <laughs> you don't... Because you don't agree with our vision, exactly. even though we don't have a vision, well. because we don't know what the heck we're doing. <laughs> you deviated from the established formula. <laughs> do that at do that at your peril. <laughs> the formula that is still not created <laughs> or scientifically proven. <laughs> oh uh, man, uh, it's it's just sad. I mean, they DC does great on TV, yes. and that's what boggles my mind about this whole thing yeah. is that they they've taken over the CW to a point where they can't even have shows on at the same time oh, because of fatigue. Yeah. <laughs> oh, let's not go into fatigue. I'm sure folks probably saw on Twitter tonight how James Cameron was still salt is still kind of salty with the uh, MCU and and the Avengers coming out, but you know. He is he's an old bitter man. Yeah. Of course he's going to throw salt. That's what they do. Exactly. Exactly. Isn't it like some sort of good luck or something? I think so. Bold. Yeah. 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 I mean, he should have just yeah. like pulled up the gif, like, you know, the little guy sprinkling, uh, this, you know, doing a little seasoning, uh, on, on the Avengers Infinity War. Cause, you know, it's going to last its way all the way to the bank. And, you know, but, you know, eventually people may go see Avatars two through five and then, then again, maybe not. <laughs> Will, you did it again. <laughs> he first has to make those movies oh, yeah. for anyone to actually see That's them. a good point. I, yeah. There, yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> oh, man. You shot me through the heart with that one. That's great. Yeah, that is definitely referring to Supergirl's return with Shoot through the heart shot, shot, shoot. Shoot, shot. Yeah, okay, we're not Bon Jovi now. Yeah, but isn't it a play on words? Yeah, it is. I, I just, when I, honestly, I whenever I saw the title for the uh, return of uh, Supergirl show from Hiatus, I, I couldn't help but um, think Bon Jovi. You know, the, the, the Bon Jovi song just started like rolling in my head. It just did. I, I'm sure it probably did with a lot of our listeners too. Absolutely, yeah. and it makes I I felt like I was kind of like, well, why did they do a play on the words when it's supposed to be such a dramatic episode about when, and and then you you kick off the episode with karaoke. Yeah, and, and so it, it makes perfect sense. It totally does. <laughs> but they didn't have you know what what really really would have been like 
completely mad mm-hmm. I would have been if they had done, like, you know, had somebody do Bon Jovi karaoke, but, you know, I guess they could get the rights to it. Probably not. Yeah. Probably cost too much. Yeah. This is a weird episode for a show to come back on. Yep, I wholeheartedly agree. Very strange. It's It doesn't really have anything to do with the main plot of the season. It's very much a standalone, character-centered episode about Wynn and his family. And Jeremy Jor- Jordan, you're kind of like, he's kind of like getting the script and, and like, finally, I actually have something to do. Yeah. <laughs> Other than be funny. And, and he delivered. Like, he had some good moments in it. And and I felt like like overall I would have loved this episode probably more if it hadn't been the one we came back on. Yeah, yeah. I you know that it's been a and it's probably through no fault of the shows themselves, more probably scheduling with the CW and everything. But you know, our overall this season, uh, these shows have been coming back from hiatuses. Uh, with very well, this episode, unlike what happened with the Flash, this episode was actually good, but it was just it was it was just ill timed to come yeah, back from exactly. from from hiatus. I mean, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, it was um, you know it was a good filler episode. Uh, it was a very solid episode. I mean, I think both the A and B stories with uh, what was going on with Lynn and what was going on with John and his father. Um, you know, both work, but yeah, it, it, it did fall through the um, head scratching. Like, you came back with this, <laughs> but you need to like come back. You know, we have the, <laughs> you need to have some, something that's going to carry the story forward. Which really, I mean, it really, it really didn't at all. Two scenes. Two scenes. I would argue. Well, yeah, yeah but I mean, there were. It blinked. It was a blink and you missed it. Now, granted, the the, the, scene, the scenes with uh, with Kara and Monel talking about uh, uh, Brainy and uh, Emra uh, were uh, important ones, but again, it was kind of a blink if you missed it. Because I was even when I, I whenever I got your show run down and. I was like, well, when did that happen again? Because I hadn't watched this yeah. since, like, last week, so I actually watched it again last night to, to get ready, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's, that's you know, it's a very quick thing there at the end of the episode, and uh, we got a little bit of uh, motivation as, as far as what's going on with the uh, with the Legion and um, and Monel and Ernest's relationship, but that was that was pretty much it. And we got, yes. and we got to tease, you know, with uh, uh, Luthor and Sam. Sam at the end. But yeah, but again, that was like, I was like, can't we bring me back to like where you guys were? Like, see, they went in hiatus back in January, right? Yeah, yeah. it's been a very long time. Yeah. I I was confused. Well, I wasn't confused. I knew about the World Killers, and then when they had that scene and. Monel explains how the Legion purposely came back to this time because pestilence, which, I mean, for the, to cut the writers a break, they've technically not fa- figured out who pestilence is. Mm-hmm. 
So there really isn't much for this new enemy to do or to be shown. Um, they, he explains that this character will evolve into Blight, which is the main enemy of the Legion a thousand years from now. Now, I got a lot of scientific questions about this. <laughs> this evolutionary process. Fire away. Um, granted, we've had a lot of time issues this week in terms of these shows and going one way and ending up in another way. So it's, um, it's fascinating how, how these shows incorporate time travel. And you, you, when you hear about it, when you hear them explain it, you're like, are you jumping the shark? And they usually pull it off quite well. Mm-hmm. Um, not too many flaws, a few here and there. Um, but they've also connected themselves with one another. So you're always kind of like, are you going to screw up something in the other timeline on that other earth in that other pocket dimension? Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. They don't. Thankfully, <laughs> thankfully, yeah. But um, getting to the episode itself, um, what do you, what did you like uh, about each story as far as uh, when and his mother and you know they had a toy man, which we haven't seen toy man since you know Winslow his father since season one, if I recall. I I mean I just liked Win and his mom. Mm-hmm. Like, we have very good on-screen chemistry, very much like you can tell they're related. And I like that dynamic. I like the kind of a redemption for her and um, how they they didn't really go too dark, um, and they certainly could have given the subject matter. Um, But I thought it was very – a very – direct piece about um, parents trying to protect their kids and the only way they know how is to leave and what that does. And, and just, I don't, I don't know. I, I like, I like all of that. I like what they did with John and Alex. I think um, having John's dad go through um, whether it's dementia or all Alzheimer's, I don't know, but I think I think that's really going to be hard on John because he he hasn't had any of his family in such a long time that to finally reconnect now that time is really precious because there's um it's not it it may end sooner than he anticipated yeah and there's nothing they can do and so that heartache but you know you, you're just when they're able to just have John and Alex go off you you're reminded how close they are mm-hmm. like he he lost his family and um and he had two daughters and Alex is very much becoming that 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 a daughter to him and vice versa because when she lost her dad she she grew closer to John as kind of that that father figure. Yeah. So you, you were reminded about that in this episode. And I thought that was poignant and, and necessary, especially with, with this um, dark cloud now hanging over their heads um, in terms of his father. Yeah. And I, I, that was, that's a very good point. And I think the other thing I liked the way they handled Alex and, and John and, and what, you know, what Alex happened to see, you know, saw was, uh, 
John's father and and the dementia or or Alzheimer's, which whatever whatever is uh, clearly happening there. Um, it, instead of her trying to solve the problem and intervene and you know try to make nice and and and, and help soften this, you know, she was just like, no, you know, she she rightfully stepped back and and, and let things happen in a way they should. And that was that was a good choice by the writers instead of just trying to force a, a triangle there where you know things would have gotten you know more messy than than it could and and, and very respectful of of their Alex and John's relationship as that father daughter dynamic sort of has evolved due uh, to their losses. Absolutely, that's that's a great point. I didn't think about it in that way, but you're so right. They could have carried that on for a good episode or two. It's a secret. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, <laughs> and secrets are the best way to get dramatic tension. Yeah. And they're also really translucent and boring. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so so no, I'm I'm also glad that they didn't allow that to to occur. Especially because there's so many secrets already on this show. Um, they they did another smart choice where throughout the entire episode they have James trying to get a hold of Lena, and it's here and there, so you don't really think much of it. And then at the end, you we discover that she's been holed up and keeping Sam safe. Mm -hmm. Are they still thinking she's just ill, or does? No, Lena knows who Sam she is, does. right? I believe I yeah. believe she did discover it uh, in, uh, I guess, 3A, or 3A and a half. So so I guess she's just trying to see if she can cure her. That, that's either, yeah, because even though we all see where this train is going, that eventually Lena and Kara are going to be adversaries, uh... At this stage of the game, yeah, I think she's she's just trying to help cure her of of being being rained. Yeah, yeah, and and so if hmm, ooh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of how that'll play out then because Sam's gonna die. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I already killed her in my mind. She's already off of a game board, and um, I I mean it could be. I, again, it's always a matter of timing. How long can can they not have Kara and Lena be enemies for this show to continue? Mm -hmm. How long can they sustain that friendship before ah. spinning it and twisting it appropriately? Season four. Season four? Really? I don't know. Well... <laughs> They're, they're doing, I guess, you know, well, if it were any other network, I would say season four, but, you know, given it's a CW and, I mean, you have, you have to just really, you know, this, the, 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 as we discussed before, CW is, and DC TV is killing it on that network. And, uh, so, um, they may stretch it out, maybe season five. Yeah, because you gotta go through a season of her being like, how dare you not tell me that you were Supergirl? I can't believe I was your best friend. I don't know why I'm doing a British accent. It felt right. <laughs> well, maybe because maybe, <laughs> maybe you're your channeling Krypton. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> and then, 
And then Kara, and then Lena, like, builds her own army and goes after Kara. I don't know. Like, I, I'm, I, I do hope, you know, if they make it, if they make the turn during the season finale, I hope, as long as it's not because of James, mm-hmm. I'll be fine. It just can't be because of James. No, I, That'll be my only grievance. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I hope they don't go there. I think this show, uh, the writing overall has been very, uh, very ma- mature. As case in point, we discussed earlier this evening with how John and um, uh, Alex, you know, handled uh, John's father's dementia. So hopefully they will be mature about it and not go go that direction. Yep, yep. So let's head over to Central City. Yes. Um, speaking about finally going places, Ralph is finally devoted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Episode eighteen. Episode eighteen. Number episode eight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is their strongest episode. Totally. Since I don't know episode eleven or something. I feel like this is truly the Flash. Yeah. At the same time, I feel like there's way too many powers happening, and I'm just on meta overload at this point. <laughs> like Jesus Christ, y'all. <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, whenever, like, I saw Melting, yeah, this episode when the bow was, uh, had, uh, used, uh, the folded man to get, I guess, Melting Point, and, gosh, you, so, you know, well, I saw them all, like, lying there in the, in the pipeline on the, on the floor, I was like, damn, there, there were a lot of bus medals, I guess, was it 18 bus medals? 12 bus medals. I thought it was 12. 12. Yeah, but see, I, I'm even multiplying. I'm even adding more because it just seems like there's so many. But yeah, there were 12 bus medals, and obviously he needed to save Ralph to the end because now we, well, this episode finally gave us the answer which we all have been wanting, which is, um, well, at least part of the answer, which is, you know, what's the purpose of collecting all these medals? To begin with, one creating these metas, and two collecting them, and 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 why Ralph, you know, what's what was so special about Ralph in, in this whole equation, which obviously we see now that you know he's the only one that's stable enough to be able to uh, basically carry uh, the bow and all these other meta powers, um, you know, moving forward. Um, so, you know, so we got some answers to that question. I think we finally, even though it's still not completely satisfying, got an answer to why Caitlin, um, becomes Cliff Ross. Um, mm-hmm. which, uh, and of course, as soon as, as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh shit, something's going to happen to her now. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, which, you know, a lot of, a lot of fandom, of course, I think, uh, that, uh, you know, Caitlin, uh, I guess melting point absorbing her powers into, into the, into the bow. Um, that was, uh, you know, a lot of fans were not happy with that this week. Uh, at least a lot of the, the Caitlin Killer Frost fans. Um, but I want to talk about Ralph because 
as everyone knows, I have not been a fan of this character at all this season. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I must say, because I was worried when we at the beginning of the episode we were getting the you know watch rinse repeat him overly you know is always uh, whining about not being a hero and that kind of stuff being afraid and blah blah blah. But mm-hmm. um, they actually this week actually I, I was sympathetic towards towards Ralph. It, they and this truly was an episode like you said that really felt that the flash hit on all cylinders. Both emotionally, storytelling, action, uh, all the things that we loved about the show from the first season uh, was on display with this with this particular episode. Um, and and that arc of with, with Ralph finally made sense. It took to me it, it, it took them a little bit too long for them to go to get to this point, but it. Is that not fun? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Continue. <laughs> uh, but uh, it did, and uh, but it, you know, it made. And looking back now, having the benefit of of going through these episodes, it, it as painful as it was, it made sense um, to get to this point, and it made his lessons, and it, it made his quote unquote, I'm air quote death. Um, relevant and compelling and and sad because we got to this journey and we finally got our true hero and and you know as as much as the show has been it's, it's about Barry Allen's journey season four has been about Ralph's journey just as just as much if not more in some respects and um, and so. So then is is not are are you okay with that? Them taking a full season away from the main character only to then kill this character that they grew and had this climactic arc with um and move forward? Um yeah, I'm okay with that because I think it we we did see some growth we don't know if it was growth, but we saw some things about Barry and his and in Ralph's journey that um that it, where Barry is always trying to be Mr. Perfect and and the anguish that he that Barry had on the floor when he saw Devoe absorb Ralph um was a very was a shifting the story back to him in a way that he is again the he, he is the focus of, of, of the show and he is the focus of the, of, of the season and he he needed to have this epic failure uh, which was set up way back back in season three when uh, abracadabra you know first Tease Devoe to about being his Barry's greatest adversary. Uh, it, it, it's all starting to come together now, and seeing Barry on that on the floor in the pipeline when when Devoe absorbed Ralph really brought home you know this whole we are the Flash and we're perfect and we're all that kind of stuff. It um, it 
it, it it broke Barry in a different way than some of the other reveals have broken Barry in earlier earlier parts of the the, the series because instead of it being a uh, you know the, the twist with with Harrison Wells slash Eobar Vaughn reveal you know with Hunter Solomon his reveal you know someone they brought into the fold and trusted and ultimately betrayed them this was an external foe finally that was the one who broke Barry and 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 Ralph being that character who you know was the problem child uh, member of the family who you know where you got all the perfect folks over here and here's Ralph who's the imperfect guy which you know graded on everybody's nerves <laughs> up to this point it um, it really made it it, it 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 took that to really hail up the mirror to, to, for us as an audience to see you know the flash is always perfect they always get it right and and this time they did not and because of it they lost one of their own and 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 it, it took a lot to get to that point in the, in the season but i think it actually worked i don't i don't know if it i get all of your points i don't know if i agree with them 100% yeah. i i find the way that they used Ralph, I, okay, let me put it this way. I, I think that this is a strong episode. Don't get yeah. me wrong. But I also think that this season has made far too many mistakes with the characters to, to allow me to take one hour or less than an hour and be like, oh, okay, no, they got it right. Um, because they, what I find the flaws to be is that is that we had that period of time where Barry was away from the mm-hmm. team. So suddenly we were forced to see Ralph as a hero mm-hmm. and the team around him like started to learn to trust mm-hmm. him. Now, since Barry has come out of jail, Barry has to get used to Ralph as a hero mm-hmm. and learn to work with him. And it's just, it's, it really felt like deja vu these last few weeks. Yeah. Like, didn't we already see them doing this? Oh, wait, the only thing that has changed is that Barry is now out of jail. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's kind of, it's kind of the, the same pattern. I, I do what I liked about this episode and why I think that despite how I don't like Ralph's character, they, they really did allow you to realize um because we've seen this for now so many times devoe does this and there's so many lives and we've seen this whole process but because we've known ralph for as long as we have known him you you really are kind of hit like oh my well he's gone now like that's that's it he 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 listened to Barry. Yeah. <laughs> and it killed him. <laughs> and I'm not saying it killed him, but he's no longer with us. <laughs> it, yeah. it kind of, it was, it's a, it's a bittersweet. Yeah. And, and I don't, I don't know if this is gonna, I, I think mainly what I disagree with is that I don't know if this is gonna break Barry. I think it broke Team Flash, and that there's a difference between that. Mm. Barry 
I feel like there's going to be has been has been broken since Bear DeVoe's defining moment as an evil entity out to get Barry was when DeVoe locked him up. Yeah. Like case in point, drop the mic. He he's the best. Like that's devious what he did, especially so so close to having just married the love of his wife and have all of that taken away from him, his job, which he still doesn't have. FYI, how the heck are they paying yeah, the bills? Yeah, he must have one hell of a trust. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Henry must have left the, must have put all his money in a trust or something years ago. <laughs> yeah, and, and so, but I think, I think if, if they make this more about breaking Team Flash, I'll, I'll be okay what that time they spent really incorporating Ralph into the team made yeah. sense in the long run and worked well. Um, I still, I still don't know necessarily why DeVoe had to wait to get all of the metas and couldn't just jump straight into Ralph. Well, I, yeah. Well, I think he needs, well, he needed each individual power in order to, I mean, it, it was, I guess it, it was, I guess it was kind of a building step, building process of, mm-hmm. of utilizing each, cre- created, created each meta and then utilizing each meta to, I, I guess, build his matrix of, you know, meta, meta soup to be able to, to like get to, you know, get to the point where he could utilize Ralph and and fully utilize Ralph's capabilities um, with all these other di- different meta meta powers. Um, yeah. But uh, I, I so I want to just mention go back to one thing you mentioned about Barry being broken. See, I don't think he was broken though when he went to jail. Oh, uh, he only thing kept him through was that he was in Henry Allen's jail yeah. cell. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think this, I mean, and we'll see how things sort of unfold, but this, this, the failure that he had this season to me seems like a, a different kind of a failure that he hasn't had in the past. I'm just trying to think about, um, no, I, I, I get, I get what you're, where you're going with that because this is very different than anything else he's done wrong because a lot of the choices he made he viewed as only affecting Mm -hmm. him I guess I don't know um let's talk about Harry yes yes let's talk about Harry he's not you no he's not he's just he's just uh he's a junkie well that's rude (laughs) well (laughs) <laughs> well, he's you know he's he, he was he was he's he's addicted to dark matter. <laughs> okay, I, I'm being harsh. Okay, okay, bad will, bad will. No, no, I just I don't I don't know. Yeah, I I I I I find it funny. <laughs> um. Yeah, he's addicted to dark matter. Barry probably should have had a conversation with him, but he was distracted by yeah. Ralph, and that was really my point about Harry. <laughs> no, but, but, you know, it was good that it was actually Joe 
who uh, who brought it up though, because let's just face it, Joe West has been way utterly utilized this season. Um, and mm-hmm. he, well, who hasn't been as far as the original characters, but uh, but Joe in particular, uh, it, it was good to see him back. It was also good that uh, Joe. Uh, and it, recognizing the signs of the addiction uh, from his experiences with Francine. And uh, I don't want to say he brought closure to that storyline, but I think it, you know, when, when Francine died, um, I guess it was in season three, uh, it was quickly dealt, you know, it was quickly it happened and it just, we just kind of moved on and didn't really, you know, didn't see how it, um, Impacted them too much. I mean, there was, you know, there was a little bit of grief, but you know, they they quickly moved on. Um, it, it was good to for Joe to articulate, you know, what he what he saw and Harry reminded him of what happened with Francine and basically Joe basic you know basically jumping in and intervening because he didn't want to lose another person that was important to him. Um, and so that that was a good use of, of Joe West. Uh, because we haven't had those moments of Joe, uh, being, you know, Joe being Joe this season. Now I'm just trying to figure out when Francine died. Uh, yeah, was it? Was it? Yeah, that was season three. Or was it in season two? Uh, I, she, I just keep. She, she, I just. Because she was introduced to two with Wally. Uh-huh. Um, maybe it was season two. Uh, yeah, know. but yeah, but <laughs> I also forgot that that was brought up in my episode. So now all of your drug references made a lot more sense. <laughs> <laughs> I, was <kind> of <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, he did bring yes. that up. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I just completely. I yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you've been using the thinking cap too. I see. You enjoy 420 day? <laughs> no, I just, I just, I, I don't know why. I was still upset because everybody had me convinced that he was earbarred yeah. and I was watching this episode like, I know, I knew, I knew he wasn't. I knew it. <laughs> it was just, yeah, it was a good red herring. It was, you know, they definitely, you know, every now and then they can, they can, they can definitely pull. They can pull that on us. I mean, it was you know, last year, you know, with uh, with Avatar, it was uh, even, you know, even though we were sure it was Barry, you know, whenever they had that reveal with Gilbert Frost, it, you know, it had everybody like second guessing there for a second, you know. So they they could they could still pull yeah. that off. Uh, well, they can do a lot of stuff. Yeah. I mean, think about everything that this show has already yeah. done. So yeah, they, yeah. but yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm glad. That is, it ended up not being Eobard. Um, but I do think, you know, given that he was overloaded, it, it will be interesting to see what happens moving forward with Harry. And I guess they have a, a, another episode coming up with the, the, the Council of Wells reconvening to, uh, kick, to kick really? him out. So, yes, really? Yes, yes. Really? Really. So. <laughs> So, hope, but I think it's, it's I want to say it's just in the same episode. I want to say, I think Gypsy, she, she, I think she returns to this episode. 
So maybe it'll be a good um, B story that will that will help us. Uh, well, hopefully it'll be executed better than the last Wells story. Maybe. Maybe they will, they will have learned from their mistakes from that one. But um, yeah, but um, overall, like I said, it was it was it was a good week. I mean, I know the folded man was a pretty uh, pretty forgettable folded folded meta, but uh, other than that, you know, obviously. Uh, uh, hippie references and stuff. They, I, you know, it's funny they they dropped that episode the same week as 420. They said so, you know maybe they were trying to have some fun with that too. Who knows? But <laughs> but we should. But uh, yeah, you know I think hopefully the rest of the season will will continue on the upward trend and we don't have this up and down like we've had for a good part of season four. I, I swear you put on like rose colored glasses, sir. And I wish I had a pair. <laughs> I really, I really. I am like so hesitant. Yeah, I, I really, I really enjoyed this week. And next week you tell me, it's like, well, see, you got all like, you know, all flowery again and all rose colored glasses and they just, they just, they just broke your heart again. It's it's a well executed yeah. episode. I'm not going to take anything away yeah. from that. I just also don't. A well executed episode does not make up for five poorly executed episodes for me. And it's hard for me to forgive and forget on seasons, especially when they take up more majority of a yeah. year. So when you're on a train and you're just like, why does it keep stopping? I want to get to the destination. And we knew this was yeah. coming. We, we knew eventually this had yep. to happen. Yep. So it, um, it happened well. They have been known in the past to drop the ball and be like, really guys, you chose that moment to do that twist. Why <laughs> I wanted that five episodes yeah. ago. I just, I mean, I, I think to what you were saying before about how this is really about Ralph and Ralph's here. I, I um, make an issue with that because Barry's who I signed up to watch, regardless of everything else that happens. And he he is the reason why season one works yeah. so well. And I feel like the flaws in the season is because they are not utilizing even Barry to this point the way they could yeah. or should. And yeah, and like I said, I you know, I will freely admit that I probably am overly um enthusiastic about that, you know, in, in my takeaway from this episode because it was so well executed, and uh, it and it you know it made me you know have temporary euphoria as far as you know all my gripes with Ralph all season. So, <laughs> 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 um, so I, you know, listeners, yeah, you know, call me out on it. You know, I'm fine with that. I yeah, um, next week I I will be um, you know you know back down to reality and uh, more critical, but uh, you know, for one week, it was just nice to have an episode where I, I really look forward to talking about it with you tonight because, you know, I haven't felt that way all season. Yeah, no, that that's, that's fair. That is certainly fair. All right. 
Um, now for the point, the part of the episode where Will cries for an hour because Black Lightning had their season finale this week. And we will not see it until maybe the fall, or is it only coming back in the spring? Ooh, I, 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 I don't know. I, I haven't know. seen any definitive news yet um, on that, if it's going to be a mid-season replacement. And it, you know, and it, they got to figure out this scheduling stuff. It's yeah, driving we know, crazy. We know it's been very made very clear that there's only going to be four shows on at a time. Huh. And they're not, as far as I know, they're not deviate. Well, I don't, now they could deviate from that. The given that the CW was adding a night of programming, that extends the ball. Yeah, it I, the scheduling they've got they've got to figure it out and let us know what's happening. Yeah, well, I guess, uh, even though oh, yeah, well, I guess, I guess the upfronts will be coming up in the next week or so, so we should probably get some better clarity on that. I will freely admit I will there there will be a void on my TV watching on Tuesday night uh, because I have thoroughly. Enjoyed. Uh, it's no secret I've enjoyed this this show from start to finish this season. No, no secret. secret. No secret at all. Uh, wear it completely on my sleeve and on my timeline. But um, what do you what did what did you think? I want to hear your thoughts. Sorry, I got distracted because you tweeted at me, <laughs> so I blame you. <laughs> it's a very entertaining. <laughs> this very early on this week and um i i enjoyed it um but i i felt very similar to how i felt about the mid-season return of of Mm. supergirl like to me this did not feel like a finale this felt like hey guys we'll see you next in a few weeks or something stay tuned it 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 was odd like it felt like at the the second to last episode of the season mm-hmm. or something because Jefferson was was a part of the episode but it wasn't really about him it wasn't really about it was about the family the family was in risk i appreciated how they did not go the typical let's burn down freeland yeah. And they put Freeland at risk. No, they didn't oh. do that. This was about Jefferson and his family and their mm-hmm. risk and their safety, which I thought was a very smart and clever yeah. idea. Yeah. But it still was odd hmm. to me because this, this so much about this was more about Tobias, yeah. uh, was about, um, the agency and, and then finally, finally, able to get what they want to achieve only for of course the Jefferson family to kick things in high gear and for really Gamby to one to be the one to put an end yeah. to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Freaking yeah. Gamby, which by the way, Barry Allen has to give you a talk yeah. if I do say so much. Yeah. And and so and and then the the final thing that still boggles my mind is um Lala. Yeah, the tattooed man. I, I so I, you're you're gonna have to explain that one okay. to me, Will, because a part of me still doesn't think oh, he's I don't dead. Think he I understood he blew up. Yeah. I get it. But Lala is the tattoo man and I think the tattoo man has this resurrection curse. 
and I don't get it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I will, yeah, he will be definitely be back. Uh, couple, yeah, yeah, well, see, there's lots of back there. So, um, in a good way. Um, so I actually got, I, I agree with you that, uh, it, it, it definitely did not follow the usual, uh, storyline where everything is not, you know, the, everything's wrapped up nicely in a bow and, you know, um, and we have either a cataclysmic event and our heroes save the day or, you know, it was definitely a, we're just getting started kind of. Yeah. Right, and, right. um, which was, which in a, it was, it's, it's in a way it's, it's, it's great storytelling wise. It's frustrating fan wise because now I got to like wait all this time to see what happens. Uh, but, you know, but clearly given that it'll be a, a season opener, it'll be, you know, hopefully it will be very, uh, good in the sense that it will really carry the story forward because, you know, this was, it, it really covered a lot of grounds. Yes, it, it ended the storyline at least with, uh, with, with Proctor and the Rogue ASA, um, but it was the launching pad to basically how Tobias has it has basically wiped everyone away and has become the head of the you know he's become like the quote unquote kingpin of, of Freeland and and maybe more uh, as we as right. it really seems to be hinting at that because uh, Lady E you know and all throughout the season you know we had you know just chipping away you know hey chip you know with Lady E and um, and Lala and you know twisting Lala around and reanimating him into this this tattooed man who we, we I, yeah we we had a cutaway from when you know from that moment when they were pulling the bomb out or what out of Lala I guess out of Lala so <laughs> yeah so. <laughs> Yeah, his little pieces will reanimate, come back together. <laughs> He'll be back next year, assuming he was in the room. Um, so I'm, yeah, I, yeah. That's that was that's that's the only otherworldly kind of thing that's uh, that. It's it's. Oh, yeah, that uh, sometimes. I, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I was I was wondering how they were going to pull that one together next year, as far as explaining how he uh, comes back from being, you know little fragments all over a room, but uh, I'm sure we'll, we'll get something uh, from that. Um, but I think the um, story itself was, um, I, I read a very good uh, review from someone who compared it to uh, uh, Black Panther, the way uh, mm-hmm. Jefferson and his father interacted. Um, and uh, mm-hmm. I, I really, uh, and I, 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 I Saw some of the parallels, you know. You mentioned in our in our notes about how the whole black and white sequence and and uh, and and the review that I read had you know, made a similar type parallel to uh, to the sequences that uh, T'Challa had with his father in Black Panther, and um, and and I see that a little bit here, and 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 also just the with with Jefferson. Basically, you know, it's been hinted on throughout the season, some of the, 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 
you know, especially whenever he was under the bed watching his father being murdered by Tobias, how he wished he had done something to to stop that. Mm -hmm. And so it was good that they finally addressed that in this episode. Um, and so that Jefferson could, could make peace with that, that no son, peace is, peace sometimes is, is messy. And, and I'm glad that you didn't come out from under that bed because you have a mission here now. So that was good that they had that sequence. And I think that was important to have that sort of wrap in, in the finale to wrap up season one because we, we he, Jefferson needed that that closure and him going up the stairs and everything, you know, those is, that's just, I just thought it was just great imagery and great storytelling. The soundtrack of this show was just like, man, I'm just like, I might have a party up in here because it's just a awesome soundtrack. So, and right. so that was, that was good to have that moment. Um, I, I, I think it's, hmm. I want to talk about this comparison to black okay. Panther. Because with Black Panther, those scenes between T'Challa and his father, it was there, – there was two of them, if I recall correctly, and one where it's a clear passing of the mm -hmm. mantle and, and this and – this, and this, like, no, you're king now. Um, this is – I pass this on to you, rite of passage, all of that. And then the second scene is where T'Challa realizes – that his father didn't only give him the good, but also mm -hmm. the bad. So I don't, I don't necessarily agree that that is the same thing that occurred between Jefferson and his father, because with Jefferson, Jefferson's carrying a burden of mm -hmm. guilt. And, and you, and we saw that way back early on in the season when he first brings up why he went after Tobias and how Black Lightning um, was created and it came from a place of vengeance. Yeah. And, and I feel like now he's at more of a place of, of, um, this is what I have to do to protect my family. It's not necessarily about vengeance. It's not necessarily to, to right the wrong that occurred to my dad, but it's more about me and protecting the ones that I can still protect, protect, um, who are still alive. Um, and, and more importantly, protecting the city at the same time. Um, and I think that really why they use black and white had to do with this underlining tone that the season has had in the sense that um, it is it is very, very much in the present day. But it also has this ideas of things that occurred. Um, it has a tone of like a mm -hmm. 60s espionage thriller um, with with politics and agencies and corruption. Mm -hmm. And so I felt like that's really why they use the black and white co coloring yeah. um, for the flashbacks. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, you know, during those sequences in those flashbacks, it, it was a lot of the, uh, the corruption and his father exposing things that were going on in the city. And, uh, yeah, I think you're yeah, – that's, that's totally – Totally valid point, and uh, um, yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, that's uh, there was you know, again, there was a lot. There has been a lot going on uh, with that, and it'll, it'll be interesting to see if 
they will carry any of this forward now that um you know that now that Tobias is the clear um kingpin of, of Freeland and uh both both Jeff you know he is fully aware that black lightning exists that it's not dead mm-hmm. and and Jeff and Jefferson knows that Tobias is is behind all behind um the 100 and all the things that's been transpiring this season yeah it's it's very much like this season and i'm glad we're talking about it because i feel a lot better about this finality now because if you think about it in terms of a of a novel and a preface or and like that a prologue sort of speak like we we're we've been watching Black Lightning this whole long, but this is real story will um will occur in season season two. We've just set up the world, set up the players, and gave you all of this history because throughout as you were talking, I was thinking about this throughout this season, you see both Tobias and Jefferson go on this journey of resurrection. Mm-hmm. And and us getting to know them very separately. Yeah. Like, tell me if I'm wrong. Do they at all appear together on Just screen? Just that one moment last week, um, or week before last, where um, when Jefferson's knocked out there in school, and Tobias sees him right. there. And that's the only time. But as far as um, any other times. There have always been some distance, because even whenever, um, early on in the season, when they had the big shootout in the middle, when there was the, the sniper in the street, and the pastor, and uh, what's his name, was uh, was paralyzed, um, Khalil. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it was always at a distance. And they, they yeah. yeah, that was the one time they were faced, they had... A, a, a fight and um, yeah they had that that was the first time they had an actual one on one showdown prior to that they did not sorry guys it, the show is going on right now so that's why it's on my brain all the time um, and take a drink anytime I mention this show but this reminds me about what they do on Billions <laughs> like Billions you have two central characters one like both have their good and their bad natures and everything mm-hmm. right they hardly ever share any screen time together. Hardly ever. And when they do, it's amazing and everything. That's what the writers of Black Lightning have have done to where next season you're going to have Tobias and Jefferson go head to head. And and we're not going to need a lot of exposition for those scenes because we already understand the history. We understand both of them and also their powers and, and, Oh, that's what excites me. Like when, when writers do the work mm-hmm. like that, that's what can, can not, should prevent a sophomore slump yeah. from occurring. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So what, if you had the, hearing what you just said now, as far as if you had to get a, give a letter grade to season one of Black Lightning, what would you, what would you give it? Um, okay. I would probably give it, um, I'm a, I'm an interesting grader. I would give it, um, a B plus. 
because I still don't understand the <laughs> 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 You get a, you lose a point, you lose a point for that. Fully explain it. Explain it, Mama. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know. It's, yeah, you, like, I, I will never get over that scene in the shower, okay? Let's okay, just yeah. be honest here. That, anytime I mention that man's name, <laughs> I always flash back to how bizarre that, that was. was bizarre. And I'm still confused. Um, and I was thinking about it both while I was preparing the show and when I was watching the episode. Um, what's Jefferson's wife, uh, wife's name? Who, who's Lynn? I don't know if I like Lynn huh. too much. <laughs> she's starting to get on my skin. Like, she's kind of starting to get on my nerves a bit because I don't really understand <laughs> <laughs> how... Like, like, okay, be divorced or be together. Is it that hard <laughs> for you to, like, just choose? And, and like, you already divorced the man, and now you're just teasing him. And now, like, Please. the... <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, I just, I don't understand it because they they had some really good mm-hmm. beats in the the first few episodes when they were at odds and I thought it was really interesting. I thought it was something we haven't seen before, this divorced couple and trying to build a home but separately and valid reasons or what we thought were mm-hmm. valid reasons. Turns out those reasons weren't too valid because now they're all one big happy family and that's what I just I get it from the perspective that Lynn realizes how important it is for for her kids and her husband to to be able to protect themselves by doing this mm-hmm. kind of stuff, but still, she was very adamant that it was yeah. an addiction. <laughs> I thought I thought you were going to say, "Damn it, I wanted her and and Gamby together." <laughs> See, I I know like that's the easy way out for me to explain it, but it it doesn't even have I to do with that. It's down. just. Yeah. Yeah, I just I yeah. don't her character is very made a very odd choice yeah. for me um towards the yeah. end of the season. Yeah, Facebook status is definitely as complicated. Um uh yeah, I, I get you. I get you on that point. Um <laughs> cuz you know, as we've discussed the show over the course of the season, we we were wondering, you know, we we even talked about their, their their family relationship and um, how there's they really haven't early on you know they were did the co-parenting thing um, and you know they, and they explored that pretty well but this turn towards the back half of the season where yeah they were they they were like you know hooking up and stuff and it's sort of like wait a minute yeah it was confusing like okay you you went from co-parenting for obvious reasons even though you're divorced uh to now it looks like they are they're getting back together again and it, it but at the same time there's this underlying tension that the whole reason why they got separated to begin with was Jefferson being black lightning and her being you know, like she made the good point. She she called it an addiction, and it was always right. out, you know the third person in the room, and it yeah. You know, I don't know if it was it, the circumstances at the end of the season 
basically, you know, brought them back together and rekindled old feelings and, and, and led to where, you know, where they're, where they're currently at right now. Um, and, and, mm-hmm. yeah, and so I think they're, again, that's something that in season two, I'm sure they will explore and, uh, work, you know, maybe explain, you know, that they get back together or, it, you know, as, you know, now as it looks like Jennifer is starting to, you know, become more comfortable or not comfortable, but more accepting of the fact that she does have these meta powers and quite frankly is responsible for Jefferson getting recharged, uh, so that he could, you know, fight another day. Um, you know, will that cause some, will, will that cause a rift? At season two, to come now that everybody's all happy medicine, and she's um, gonna have to deal with that. Right. Well, the the scene that always sticks out to me is when they had that brief storyline about Lynn contemplating taking back custody mm-hmm. of the girls. Yeah. Where like it came up, and then it was quickly brushed <laughs> away. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, that is serious because i want to know how he got yep. custody i want to know how she deals with that and 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 they didn't explore it granted they didn't have to this season but they will need to go back to that because i think that is a gold mine for stories i i think that is very interesting um especially for someone who as she's witnessing her daughter's become very much like their mm-hmm. father you could see a sense of isolation yeah. there a sense of like i'm the mm-hmm. odd man out mm-hmm. and and kind of that's a very fragile thing and um like almost post postpartum depression yeah. there like they could go into and and so a part of me feels like this whole reunion is is built almost on this idea that if she doesn't get back together with him, she's going to lose not only Jefferson, but her whole yeah, family. Yeah. And I don't, I don't agree with that. Like if you're going to do the marriage, it should be because you want to be with Jefferson, not because you want to be with your family. I mean, prior to this season, you guys were yeah. fine. Yeah, they, they were, they were. And so does she feel like they can't do that if they're all heroes? Because that's the only thing that has changed. Yeah, I don't, that's that that was that was unexplored, and it was just that's a, that and there were so many things that were that were going on in season one. But I think um, they're going to have to explore that in season two because it was just. You know, I hadn't really thought of it much until you until you until you brought it up here tonight, and I mean, it's you really raise a very very strong valid point. Um, you know, what what was the catalyst to 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 get them back together? And is it is it mm-hmm. you know, like you said, is it because of the kids, or is it because of you know her finally accepting that you know he this is who he is and. You, and she's got to um, learn to live with live it. Live yeah. with it. <laughs> well, remember that there was that episode where Jennifer was very adamant that she, or no, it was her depressed yeah. episode. Her her um her um 
PMS episode, yeah. as I like to call it. She, she, um, she had that scene where she was listing off all the reasons why she didn't want it. And her mom was trying to talk about it with her. And Jennifer says, like, well, isn't having power, like, am I going to be alone for the mm-hmm. rest of my life? And Lynn's like, no, no. And it's like, well, isn't that why up, you and yeah. dad broke up? And, and I think in that moment, Lynn realized how she she has to go back yeah. almost like I feel like that was yep. the moment where she made the decision. I'm going to lose my kids and my kids are going to think that they're going to be alone. But still, I don't that is I don't understand that. I I, I understand it. I just don't agree mm-hmm. with like poor <laughs> Jefferson. <laughs> The man is hopelessly in yeah, love with yeah, her. Yeah, it's so clear. It's so clear. <laughs> and I don't know if she feels the same way. I, I don't. She, I think she does. And I think it's, you know, I think you raised, I'm glad you said that about when they had that conversation there in, in the kitchen because that might have been the moment where she realized that, it, one, she still hoped, she definitely still loves this man. And, 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 they, and they were, even throughout Prior to that point, that the sparks were still there. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other, th- yeah. But once once Jennifer said that, and 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 forced Lynn to sort of look within herself to realize that this is who Jefferson is. Yes, he has powers. Yes, because of these powers, he's more likely than not going to continue to be this crusading superhero. But I love this man. And we do have something good. So mm-hmm. let's start to make it work. This with you know, now that the kids our powers are starting to manifest, let's give this thing a second chance and see what see what happens. Right, right. I I was yeah, I, I take that back. She loves the man. It's still a question if she can yeah. love the hero. Yeah. And it seems that yeah. it may yeah, I don't. I, that's an open question. I don't think they really. I don't know if they really have addressed that. Lightning bolt in the room. <laughs> I didn't. Really well, well, I mean, I, I wanted to say elephant in the room. I mean, given how Proctor was all manga, but yeah. <laughs> oh man. No, it it was it it was good. I um, it, it it's very interesting. The they they had to. It's again. It's it's uh, it's yeah. a prologue to what's to come, and they're only getting started. And I think that they got a lot of good things to follow through with. I I a, another character I'm still on the fence about. Um, yeah. Khalil. <laughs> <laughs> How long did that actor work on like the hand movements for the for the dart? throwing stuff that <laughs> happened. Like, he was very he was, into it. He was. And it was funny, because you're watching it, and you're going from, like, thunder and lightning, doing all this really cool stuff, to Khalil going down yeah, the hallway, <laughs> and like, this is the same yeah, show. The same yeah. Show. It is. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. 
Yeah, but yeah, I I think it was yeah, it's good. Yeah. Um, I'm glad I'm glad that they they don't they didn't seem to have pace no, issues this yeah. season. Couldn't nope. complain with that. It's just they there there are stuff to explore. Yeah, I I feel it's a solid yeah, season. Yeah, I agree, solid season. I uh I, yeah I I was. I, I, overall, I gave the season A minus. I think it was uh, a very solid season, and um, I mean, and just the simple questions that it raised, uh, and how it, it launched, you know, closed off some things. Obviously, with Proctor being killed and that ASA storyline, looks like it, you know, maybe completely over. But uh, I'm just, I'm just excited to see. Um, Tobias, as he's as he's built his empire, and at Jefferson, as he's and the Pierce family fully embracing their meta capabilities, uh, we've been ahead in season two. I, I, yeah, I think you, you you made a good point earlier. Uh, they have a lot uh, of good story points uh, to, to move forward to to avoid a sophomore slump. Yeah, yeah, very very good. Well. That is it for us tonight. Why don't um, Will? Why don't you tell the listeners where yes, they can you find can you? Find me on Twitter and tell me I was overly gushing on the Flash this week at Will M Polk at that's at W I L L M P O L K. And we are starting to prepare for hiatus season. So listeners, please send us what shows, what movies, what things we should be talking about, and also. If you haven't figured it out, we are very inclusive on this podcast when you tweet us and when you let us know that you love our podcast because we are more likely to invite you on if any of the previous guest hosts this season have proven anything and they are all set to return in the near, near future. So please follow us on Twitter at Cena Nerd and tell us what you want to see in hiatus and what you would want to cover if you were ever to get invited on this podcast. We always want to hear new voices and new perspectives on the things that we love to talk about. And you can also find me on Twitter at SJ Belmont, S-J-B-E-L-M-O-N-T. Um, please friend us on Facebook, um, but most importantly, rate, subscribe, and comment on both iTunes and SoundCloud. And you can also find us on the iHeart Radio app. Good night, geek out. You're welcome.